Are you tired of not knowing what to do with your fitness and nutrition? Do you struggle with the vast amount of information available? Well, let me welcome you to your one-stop shop for fitness and nutrition advice. Let's simplify the crazy with useful tips and tricks to help you achieve your goals. I am your host, Scott, and let's get started. I find it hilariously ridiculous that people think personal trainers, fitness coaches, you know, people who are in shape are just naturally good at it, that they did not spend years perfecting their craft. They didn't spend years messing up, you know, diets not working, things not working. And people just kind of see others who are succeeding. And it's like, oh man, they're so lucky. They're just naturally good at this. They're naturally in shape. I wish, I wish I had that body that those, you know what it is? It's the genetics. It's gotta be the genetics. And by the way, genetics do make up a part of what we do, but it's it's such a small part. We haven't even hit our capacities as humans. It's It doesn't really matter, to be totally honest. Like for most people to say, oh, my genetics are so bad, I can't get in shape. That makes no sense. I don't hear it very often, but I have heard it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it, 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 it's ridiculous. There, there's nothing to that at all, like for the most part. I want to give you an example. And I was thinking, uh, you know, I was I went home the other day. And, uh, you know, I was at home. We had, you know, obviously it's COVID right now. So I'm going home, but we're outside in the garage and everyone's out there. We had, I think we had Lumonati's for my aunt's birthday. And I was going upstairs to my old room to get something. And I looked at my closet and I saw this. And I set this up a long time ago, but this magnificent, just beautiful, elegant, majestic. I mean, you words cannot describe how great this is. And I saw my old trophy case from when I was a varsity. I guess I wasn't a varsity bowler, but I was a bowler. So I remember phrasing that. I was a varsity bowler, but when I got these trophies, I wasn't a varsity bowler. So it was two different things. I started bowling. People are like, wait, Scott, do you say bowler? Like bowling, like a dirty, disgusting bowling alley where all you do is drink and throw Absolutely. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And it's a lot of fun. So I recommend if you don't like bowling, you should try because bowling is great. And I'm very competitive and I do not lose very often. And I was actually a very good bowler. But... I think I ended, so I think I ended, let's see, my bowling career, I ended bowling probably my junior year of high school. I kind of was like kind of out of the bowling phase, and I think I ended with roughly a 190-ish average, give or take. Give or take, that was the average I ended with, and then I went to college and didn't really bowl at all in college. I just got rid of it. It was something that kind of faded, and I lost my passion for it, but I started it in fifth grade. So I was bowling from fifth grade until junior year of high school on travel leagues and other, not not school leagues per se. I did school league for one year, but generally uh, travel leagues outside district leagues and stuff like that. And there are bowling leagues out there, as adults would know, and these are competitive leagues and money's involved. And uh, you can't win money, but you can win trophies, events. So it's mostly just about kind of amateur amateur sports. Anyway, I saw the trophy case. And I'm like, wow. And I was kind of like looking through them a little bit. And a tons, tons of first place trophies, tons of second place trophies, some, you know, just medals and stuff. Again, like it, it's an average trophy case. I'm just messing with how great it was. But it's actually a really nice accomplishment. And I, and I was thinking back to when I first started. I was in fifth grade. One of my buddies, uh, Mike, actually, was like, hey, get in a bowling league. And that's how, that's how we talk in fifth grade. Hey, get in a bowling league. I think it was our parents who kind of forced us into it. I know he wanted to convinced me and the parents like yeah let's do it it's like 10 bucks a week 
at the bowling alley. The parents, it sucks for the parents because they have to drive you because you're not, you're in fifth grade. You're not old until you get to high school. You're not old enough to go by yourself, right? And so every Saturday morning, I'd wake up. You know, you watch the, you watch your TV shows on what was it, WGN? What was um? It was like the four. I don't know what it was. Everyone knows. Everyone my age knows. Like Saturday was always those like TV shows, and that one channel had like Pokemon, had like Yu-Gi-Oh, like had all those great shows. Anyway. Wake up, watch those, then go bowling. My parents have to drop me off and then come back. It was a pain in the ass for them. So I, I, I do appreciate them sticking with that for so many years. When I first started bowling, I was like, I agreed to this. I had no idea what I was doing. I held a ball in my hands. And you know how they have like those three, uh, those three holes in the ball? Yeah, I had no idea what those were. I was like, why are there holes in the ball? That makes no sense. I took both hands and I kind of like walked up to the pins and I kind of just turned a little bit and I didn't and I threw it. I turned right and then turned left and threw the ball down the lane. Got a, a, an astonishingly like zero or something like that. It was horrible. Just and I do that for like the first couple of days. I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing with this. Like I don't, I don't know. One day, uh, my friend's mom saw me. She's like, Hey, hey, here's how you do this. Here's how you hold this. Like here's what you'll do here. And she kind of gave me a quick little tutorial. Hey, here's what the holes are for. You put your your ring finger in one hole, your middle finger in the other, and your thumb in the other. Take it, and you walk four steps up. You swing the ball backwards. You face the pins. You throw it straight, and that's how you bowl. My first year, I think it's like I don't know, uh, at least ten weeks of a league. At least ten weeks. We came in. I think we came in second place. And again, we're in fifth grade, so no one's like great. But when I first started. I was shooting like in the 30s or 40s. Yes, 30s or 40s. By the end of the year, by the end of those 10 to 12 weeks, I was shooting, my average is probably 90 to 100. So I had significantly improved. Then the next year, did it again after that, my average increased to like 130. And then to 140, you know, and then to 150, then 170, then 180. And so I got better and better as time went on, as I practiced more, as I did it more, I started to understand how to do the sport. I started to understand what I had to do, the mechanics behind it, all that great stuff. But it took me a very long time to do it. And I and I was horrible at first. I mean, I literally was getting 20s and 30s. I mean, like, you know, no bumpers, by the way. You're playing in a league. Like, you're playing for trophies. Our first year, we came in second. Our second year, we came in second. And our third and fourth year in the league, we came in first and first. So we were we got significantly better as a team. And by the way, there's like there's like probably fifteen to twenty teams. It's not like we're playing by ourselves. Like there's there's a lot of kids, and all of our our team got a lot better as we kind of grew up and got better and better at doing it. And we practiced and did it. So the point was, I was not good to begin with. Like most people, you have to learn and practice and do things over and over and over and over again before you understand how to get better. And even then, it can it can be complicated because I'm not a pro bowler. But I, I do I do say, funny story, I do say that if I had continued in college, I wouldn't have had a social life, but I would be a pro bowler because I was good enough to probably go pro uh, before I, re- quote-unquote, retired my senior year of high school. And I was like, well, I don't want to do this in college. I'd rather, I'd rather have a social life than be a professional bowler. Uh, that is not something I wanted to do. And so but I probably could have if I kept it going and really practiced and put my mind to it because I had a bunch of coaches that thought I was pretty good. I wasn't the best one on my team. Uh, which he'll never listen to this podcast, so he'll never get the, the satisfaction of hearing me say that. But I was number two on the team usually. The Our anchor, the last guy who goes there, was usually the best person on the team. And, you know, we both probably could have gone pro, but we decided not to in college and uh, did other things. We explored other avenues because we lost our passion for it. But anyway, 
And any of my friends who listen, like, oh, you could have gone pro. It's like, I could have, for sure. If I put in the time and effort in college, probably could have definitely gone somewhere and actually done. I'm not sure if bowling is even like a real thing. I mean, I'm not sure if you can bowl in college. I don't even know how. I don't even know how it works. Anyway, off topic. I sucked at first. I practiced. I got better. And it takes time. And that's how fitness is. I wasn't great at working out at first. It takes years. I'm not trying to discourage you, but it takes time to get to the level that I am currently at. I'm not telling you to do what I did. What I am saying is that by listening to me, by listening to a coach, we can cut that time in half and make that so much quicker than what we did and get you from point A to point B so much faster. So if you're someone who's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm so scared. I'm not naturally good at this. Well, that's great. Everyone starts there. Everyone starts there. So what, what makes you different? That's actually a good thing that you that you can do it, but yet you have to put in the time, you have to put in the effort. I'm not saying put in 10 years of effort or 10 years of just learning, but after, you know, you do it for a couple of weeks and then months, you're going to be a pro, at least at a point to where you, you're going to feel comfortable and then you learn, you learn, you learn. It doesn't take very long to, to modify, to adapt your body and to get better at these things. You know, when you first start in the gym, everything's, oh my God, what do I do? And then after you use it a couple of times, like, oh, this is easy to use. I don't need to worry about it. That's the message. It's we're not these we're not random people who are better than everyone else because we're good at working out. We've practiced it over and over again. So if you're someone who thinks that because you don't know what you're doing, you don't have any practice, that your genetics are bad, you don't you're afraid of looking like a fool in the gym, you need to get out of your own head. And then you need to get in the gym and just start somewhere. You'll get better as you do it. You'll get better as you do it, and you will see the results. Now, if you are someone who wants to see the results faster, you want to get in the gym, you want to know what you're doing faster, learn everything faster than you can on your own, but rather than by watching YouTube videos or just going to the gym and, and learning and trial and error. If you want to do it faster, 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 if you want to see results faster than what you could do on your own, then you need to get on my calendar, scottspeaksfitness.com. Sign up for a 20-minute coaching call. Tell me what your goals are. We'll discuss. We'll go over how to get you from point A to point B significantly faster than you can on your own. Let me use my experience, my years of experience in fitness to get you to where you want to go. I already made all the mistakes, so I can, I can tell you what not to do and what to do to help you on your track to fitness, on, to, on your track to getting the body, the health that you want, that you deserve, that you can earn. ScottSpeaksFitness.com. Otherwise, if you enjoyed the podcast, give it a five-star rating. Wherever you listen to it, Spotify, iTunes, doesn't really matter. Me, get a five-star rating, write a review, love to see the reviews. Otherwise, have a great rest of your day, and I hope you enjoyed. I hope you took something away from this, and I will talk to you next time. <laughs>